Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. And I'm your host, Julie Sabatino. And today we're going to be talking about whether or not you should change into a short dress at your reception or a long dress or any dress, actually. The question is whether or not you should change. And the reason I'm doing this episode now is because with the spring and spring weddings coming, Lots and lots of first fittings are happening, and I'm in them right now with my clients. And this is the time when everything starts to shift. Brides go from the stage where they're dreaming about their wedding, fantasizing about their wedding dress, and how it's all going to come together, to actually putting everything into place. And things and details are decided that really give a bride a much more clear picture of how everything is going to go on that day. And with this information, a lot of times brides all of a sudden start to think, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can wear this dress all night. What am I going to do? And that's why we're addressing this right now. Because you know what? It comes up a lot, actually. But just as a little side note before we jump into the main topic, I just wanted to mention that we talk a lot about first fittings on the podcast. And so you guys should check out episode four, where we talk all about what to expect at your first fitting, and episode eight which is all about how to make sure your bustle doesn't break, which is a really big deal because that's something that can take a lot of time out of your reception and really make it hard to dance. So definitely go back and listen to those episodes. But in the meantime, today, we're going to talk about whether or not changing is right for you. And you know, for some brides, this is a very cut and dry decision. They're either like, of course we want to change and they've been planning on it from the beginning. And some brides say, absolutely not. I want to wear my wedding dress all night. It's the only time I'm ever going to wear that dress and I just want to enjoy it. And you know, there's really no right or wrong answer here, but there are a lot of brides out there that have a hard time answering this question. And I think that's because, you know, they've never been through their own wedding before, so they don't know how they're going to feel. But I've been to lots of weddings and I've helped lots of brides figure out this very same question. So I'm going to go through the pros and cons and everything in between that you need to think about when deciding whether or not to change into a dancing dress. So let's jump in. First of all, I mentioned it before, and I just want to go back to it for a sec because I think it's important to understand when these decisions need to be made. So, you know, you purchase your wedding dress and you most likely have at least six months until it comes in. Sometimes you're purchasing it a year before your wedding, sometimes nine months, usually at the latest about six months. And then you don't see it for a while. And the dress you know, is being made for you and comes in usually about two months before your wedding. So all of that time, you're fantasizing about the dress in a certain way. You know, you have an image in your mind of how it's going to be and how you're going to feel in it on your wedding night. And all of that, you know, is there. But then you try on your dress for the very first time at your fitting when it's your dress. And it's a really different thing than how it feels when you're purchasing it. I mean, think about it, you know, when you're in the bridal salon, you're standing on a pedestal, you're looking at it from every angle, you're standing still, you're thinking about it. Sometimes you're making changes to the dress. It's never in the right size, just about. And 
not to mention it's been tried on a lot of times. So the dress isn't in the same quality that's going to be when it's yours. So at the first fitting, you have a brand new dress with all of the tweaks that you've wanted to be made are there and it's in your size. And so it's a totally different thing. And just as a side note, I'd say it's pretty common for brides to think that they're going to want to make a lot of changes to the dress in the fitting. And, you know, it can be anything from, you know, reducing the volume, which I hear all the time, to minimizing the train or adding sleeves. And I just want to say that a lot of times these things don't actually end up happening. You know, the bride tries on her dress and she's like, oh, okay, I actually kind of like this because it's a very different thing and it's a really different feeling when it's your dress. So anyway, at this point, you've tried on your dress and you've started understanding what it's going to feel like to wear it all day. And this isn't something that you can anticipate, you know, in the purchasing process, I think. And at that point, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be in this dress for a few hours. You know, you kind of consider the time that the ceremony starts to the time that you think your reception's going to end. And you're thinking, all right, this is like five or six hours. But in reality, that's not at all the case. And brides just don't know. When thinking about how long you're going to be in your dress, you have to consider when you are stepping into it on the wedding day. And typically, that's like two to three hours before you're walking down the aisle. It may be more if you're doing a first look or you have to travel to different locations. So when you add that in, you're actually wearing your dress between eight and nine hours, even more sometimes, and this can be a lot. And it's important to think about how different this dress is and how different your wedding day is than what you're used to doing every single day. So, you know, these garments, even the lightest and least constructed slip dress are still a different thing. And it can be a little bit exhausting, even in a dress that's so easy like that, because, you know, you feel like you have to stuck in your stomach or wear spanks so that everything looks smooth. Whatever it is, you're going to feel different and it can be kind of exhausting. So there's going to come a time at your reception where you just want to be comfortable and have a great time. And I can tell you that almost all of my brides changed during the reception and are so happy they did. They loved their wedding dress. They loved wearing it, but they're ready to take it off. And, you know, it's actually kind of interesting because when I was thinking about this episode and sort of, you know, mapping out what I was going to say and structure it, I started to dive into and do some research on when this whole thing came about. Because I'll tell you, I was married in 2001 and no one changed into an after-party dress. No one changed into a second dress at all. It wasn't even a thing. Actually, people really didn't even have after-parties back then. You know, the wedding ended when your reception was over and the band went home. That was kind of it. But, you know, so as I looked into it more, it's sort of interesting because I think it may have come out of the idea of the going away outfit. And a lot of you guys, particularly all of the millennials out there, might not even know what this is. But if you've seen Father of the Bride, you will remember her adorable suit that she changed into at the end of her reception. And then they went off down the sidewalk to their car and went off onto their honeymoon. And that's what it was. It was a dress. It was an outfit you changed into where you guys left And you had a big send off and it signaled the end of the wedding reception. In fact, actually guests, it was not polite to leave until the bride and groom left. So that was sort of the signal that everybody could leave. Anyway, today brides and grooms don't leave their reception early. 
Instead, they want to make sure they enjoy every minute and have as much fun as they possibly can dancing with their friends on the dance floor. So that leads to a different necessity, the dancing dress. The second dress, something that you're going to be comfortable in hanging out and really, you know, that you're able to let loose and have a great time. So I put together five reasons that it might be right for you to change into your dress. The first one is that you're going to be a lot more comfortable and it will be much, much easier to dance in. Pretty much anything is going to be lighter, cooler, and less restrictive than your wedding dress. So it's something to think about. The second one is that you're going to get tired of carrying it around with you all night, especially if you have a train. It's a thing. You know, these things weigh a lot. And of course we bustle them, but that adds weight to the dress and it can be kind of exhausting, as I said before. So, you know, you're going to get tired of it at a certain point. I also think my third reason is because when you change and people see you kind of coming back in and being excited to dance and party. And, you know, a lot of my brides, if you listen to the bride interviews I've done on this show, a lot of them talk about it where you really set the tone for your wedding. And so when you come back in and you're ready to party and you've got your short dress on or your long dress or whatever it is you're changing into, people can feel that energy and get excited. And they're on the dance floor with you, which is what you want. And It can also give you another grand entrance moment. And if you're a person that likes that and likes the attention and you really want to, you know, do something fun, you have another moment, another fashion statement that you can show everyone and you can really make it into something big. And the fifth reason is that it is great to have a backup. So in case your bustle breaks and you really can't dance or you have a fashion emergency and someone, you know, spills red wine all over you or God forbid your zipper breaks, which we also talk about and I've heard about, you have something else that you can change into and hopefully you will love it just as much and it won't be, you know, something sad that you have to do. But the one thing that I want to caution you about, and or at least remember when you're making this decision, is that changing your outfit takes time. And so when I am working out the timeline with the planner on what we need to do on a wedding day, I budget about 20 minutes to do a full wardrobe change with a bride. Sometimes that involves a little bit of hair and makeup, but it almost always takes that amount of time to change because by the time you actually get the bride, you know, if let's say it's 10 o'clock and, you know, we're standing there and we have it all set up for her with her shoes and her undergarments and her dress and everything ready to go. And the hairstylist has his curling iron heated and the makeup artist has his touch up stuff. You know, we're all ready, but to get the bride from the dance floor where she already is to the actual place where she's changing and she meets like 17 people on the way that all want to talk to her, you know, it takes time to get her in there. So then, you know, she comes in, she's like, oh my God. And she's like soaking it in for a moment. She goes to the bathroom, you know, puts deodorant and perfume on and all of that stuff, and then actually gets into the actual change. So it's fair to say that, you know, depending on where the location is, you need to budget about 20 minutes. But, you know, that takes time out of your reception. And that's why I don't really suggest doing more than one outfit change at your wedding. You just lose too much time and that's time you can't get back. And, you know, we've talked about that before too, where, you know, these are precious moments and it is something you need to savor and you don't want to spend all your time in the bathroom or in a small room, you know, doing another outfit change. So it's just something to think about. 
So sometimes actually what we'll do when we are helping a bride select her dress is that when we know that she would really like to have three looks, we'll do a wedding dress that has an overskirt option that she can take off after the ceremony. And so she has her, you know, fuller, more traditional bridal gown going down the aisle. She takes it off at cocktails after the pictures and she's in, you know, a more manageable dress for cocktails and the reception and dinner. And then for dancing in the after party, she changes into something short and fun. And it's a nice way to get the three looks without taking as much time for the change. And, you know, we're actually going to do a post in the near future or an episode on our favorite after party outfits. Bridal Market is coming up and we always see some great things so that if you decide that this is something that you want to do, that we can guide you in the right direction. We hope this episode has been helpful in determining whether or not changing into a second dress is right for you and that you've been able to understand all the different points and reasons it could or could not be. And if you have more questions that we haven't answered, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at The Stylish Bride and make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now. 